to be a long episode. I say that every time and it ends up being like almost two hours, but yeah, we're trying to make it like an hour. I do got to go somewhere anyway, so it's not going to be that, that long. But um, wanted to talk about some situations that could have influenced players to transfer that I don't think people are really talking about. You know, I see a lot of people just saying they traders, they this and that, but there's some factors that I think went into play that nobody's really discussing because I think it may hurt their temper tantrum stance that they might be having for the folks who being real disrespectful, not the folks that, um, you know, just have a difference of opinion. Not those folks, but the folks that's really out here like throwing mud on the players' names. Those those folks. Um, so, like I said, I let people load up. So I'm had to repeat them. Set. I, I had to repeat myself. If you want to voice your opinion, that's always welcome as well. You know, y'all know my platform. I give it. I empower everybody. Give them a voice as long as it's respectful and not a whole lot of profanities thrown directly at somebody. Um, unless you're just voicing some frustration, I get that, but um, you could definitely be a uh, speaker if you want. But I just, you know, I'll see if we get some people in here. So here's what I wanted to say about the recent players that are leaving the program. Um, like this year, and even like a kid like Jawan Briggs last year, did nobody really factor in like COVID and how we approach COVID here as a determining factor if a kid wants to leave? Like, did that play a factor? Like, as far as how we test, how we um, basically, you know, you live your life within the program, playing for this for this team. The expectations from the coaching staff as far as when – you wasn't practicing, you know, what were you expected to do compared to other places? I'm just throwing that out there. This is more like a devil's advocate of really having everybody see every side. And um, this is going to irritate some folks, I know. But, hey, you, you got to have the difficult conversations. But when you look at a guy like, look at like Noah Bisbinger, um, Haskins, Olu. What do all those guys have in common? If you think, if you look at their career, right, and how long they've been here, what do they have in common? They are, they could have been graduate players, right? That means they've been here four years. So I got a question for you. If a player is here four years and then he decides to leave versus returning for his fifth year, is he really quitting on his teammates? Is he really not fulfilling his scholarship obligations? Because scholarship is four to five years. Your fifth year has to be approved. It's not guaranteed. Hell, every year is not guaranteed. But for just to break it down very, like, lamest term, we just say four years. It's a four-year commitment. A lot of people, when they talk about scholarships and players, they always say, hey, it's a four. you, you didn't fulfill your commitment. You committed to be here. So when people talk about scholarship, they talk about four years. So if you look at the Noah Taylors, Olu, Haskins, Bisbinger, I'm just naming those four because that's the most recent ones that we saw leave. 
they were here for their four years or they got their four years and basically they got their degree. Can we really be mad at them for leaving? And if, if you feel like that we can, you know, it's I'll, I'll just stand by myself and be like, well, I guess you can be mad, but we expect you to give us four. You gave us four. Then they left for their fifth year. And if they felt like, if you felt like, uh, how can I say this lightly? Because I don't want to get too political. But some folks don't believe in what's going on right now. And some folks don't want to wear these masks and stuff. If these kids are going places where the testing isn't as stringent or the precautions aren't what they were here, did we ever think about that also? Versus, oh, y'all just some quitters. Oh, how would you do this? How could you do this to us? Oh, my God, you're dead to me. Good riddance. Is that too logical? Does that take the fun away from just blasting folks? You know, y'all let me know, man. Y'all can speak whenever y'all want. Y'all can unmute yourself. Um, I got a couple more things that, I, that, I'll, that I'll throw out there, but I don't want to overload folks. Like I said, if you want to be a speaker, just um, ask to speak. I got Steve and Jack. Salt here, Jack Salt's burner account up here, uh, or fan account now, burner account. My bad. Uh, but yeah, if any one of you guys want to speak, you can. If not, I'll just keep going. All right, y'all not gonna speak, so I can jump in. Next I'll, thing, I want to let someone else if okay. they want to. All right, as you know, you know, I've had these students in class, you know, I'm a teacher at UVA. And I've had some of these students that have transferred or some of them that, you know, just um, had had a great time at UVA. And, you know, I I was a student at one point, as you were you, and given the opportunity to go and try something else and keep your, your name going in an upward trend, you got to take advantage of that. You know, these the end goal mm-hmm. for these guys is to make it to the NFL or at least to make it to a job where they're making money within football. And if they can improve their stock and improve their ability to get to that goal, then they've got to do it. I mean, there's no choice. You know, if, they, if mm-hmm. that's put out in front of them for someone to go and, and – Get their name out there on the ESPN that they're on the transfer portal, which, okay, that's their name's out, and it wouldn't have been otherwise, right? You don't see anyone's name that's not on the transfer portal being, you know, paraded around, oh, this guy decided not to go on the transfer portal, and you see him all over ESPN or social media. No, Mm -hmm. it's going to happen to the guys that went on the transfer portal. And then if you end up making it to a Michigan, you know, you end up making it out to California, you know, of course that's your just stock is going way up and we're talking about a short window, right? Another year. And these guys are going to be looked at to go into their, their goal in life. And if that in a year, uh, they got it, you know, they got it. There's just no option there. That's, that's their way. That's their ticket. And, and you got to just congratulate yeah. them and just want all the best for them because these are good dudes, you know. They came to UVA 
They put in their time. They went to class in a very difficult academic situation, too. We're not talking about a slouch here. This is UVA. These students, student athletes are putting in the time in class as well as on the field. And they didn't have to choose UVA. They could have chosen a school that maybe didn't put them through that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. With COVID, that puts a wrinkle in everything. You know, their their options are so much more important right now than they would have been without COVID. And if they get a chance to go somewhere that they feel like, okay, I'm probably going to get a chance to play and games aren't going to get canceled – where I'm going because they've got a track record for playing uh, when UVA had to cancel a couple of games during a tough COVID. So yeah. it, it, that's, you know, it's always into it. And you, you know, you got tons of people in your ear too. This just isn't all on the student to having to make this choice. They've got professionals that are helping them make this choice that know, and they show them the numbers and they show them the opportunity as a business decision, not as just, you know, oh, okay, this is some high school kid, you know, making a choice. Uh, no, this is a businessman making a choice for their future. Uh, absolutely, and, uh, man. And I stand behind everything you said, Hawk. You've put it down there already, and I, I'm glad that you've opened this up for people to talk about. But you've already said all that, and, uh, and it's so true. Appreciate it, Steve. I see Jack yeah. unmuted. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, hey, Hawk. I just want to say, like, uh, you hit. Something that was when you were first talking, that these kids are. You're kind of breaking up, Jack. Here. Um. You were you hit a nail on the head, hey, Jack. Try to get you. Okay, go ahead. You you good now? Go ahead. Right, we try hey, to I'll... get Jack back in later. Yeah. BJ was good, bro. Hey, what's up with you, Mark? I mean, I think another thing we got to take into account with these guys is the ability to play for something bigger than what their opportunity is at UVA, right? I look at like Oluwatimi, right? He's worked himself up to be one of the top centers in the country going to Michigan. He's going to have an opportunity to play for something that UVA in a rebuild situation is not going to be able to provide him, right? Uh, A lot of these players probably want to consider that, right? I mean, I don't know of any athlete that says, "I I don't want to compete and achieve the highest level that I possibly can. So that doesn't really get at me. And I hate to use the word bother because it's these kids' decisions and I'm just a fan sitting at home trying to diagnose it. So... But it is it is bothersome. Like the only things that make me really scratch my head is when someone goes to like a rival, right? Like it's still your decision. It's still whatever it is you want to do. And I'm not going to say names or anything. But like when you when you transfer to Carolina, for yeah. example, or to a Tech from okay, for, these two schools don't like each other. Carolina and UVA always fight for. We just lost a huge recruit to Carolina not two months ago, mm-hmm. right? And so like I don't want to say it bothers me. Right. I don't want to say it bothers me. I guess what it is is when, when someone, it's not. Conf- I think it almost makes it seem personal, okay. not to me as a fan, but like the player to the school. Like, not only am I going to leave, but I'm going to go somewhere that doesn't like each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
And like, it doesn't bother me. It's their decision. And I'm not going to be one of these people that sit back and like blast a kid for doing what's best for them. Mm -hmm. But it does, it does make it kind of a head scratcher. Like, okay, why would he choose? He could go anywhere. Why would he choose that particular school? Knowing what it means to the school he's coming from. Yeah. No, I feel you on that. Uh, Steve, go ahead, Coach B. So I say this, you put out a, a good tweet yesterday about, you know what I mean? Like it's okay when UVA get transfer players, and I don't know if you said this already on here, but it's okay when UVA get transfer players. Yeah. But then when the, when the kids leave, then everybody's like, "What? How, how how could you leave us? You know what I mean?" But it's okay when other kids come in. Yes, it is. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to be a, a, a hypocrite, so that's why I always remain respectful. Well, so when so I, I say so, right. So, but ahead, I, ahead, my bad. I, I I agree with um with BJ in, in, in a little bit because then at the end of the day, it's like. You transfer, and that's okay if you transfer and leave up out of here, but then you go to a school that's a rival. So, for example, it's no different from Hampton and Phoebus. So, you leave Hampton and you go to Phoebus. you like, man, you whack. That's whack. Why would you, why would you go to Phoebus? Or why would you leave Phoebus and go to Hampton? Like, that's whack. So, I can understand some people's point of view when you talk about leaving going to, you know, just a lateral move going to a, another ACC school that's Y'all in competition with each other. You know what I mean? But, like, the other kid leaving and going to Michigan, ah, that, you know, that's a little bit more different. Like, you can accept that move more versus a lateral move straight to another ACC school. You get what I'm saying? So, I get I, yeah. I get it. But, yeah, some people can't be too mad because when, when you get transfers in, you know what I mean, everybody's happy. But then when you leave, you know, so you, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't have it both ways. No, nah, you right. Uh, Steve, got your hand up, bro. What, what you have to say? Yeah, I just wanted to add a little bit to what you're saying there. I, you know, there's, there's also that academic side. So you, if you have a fifth year student that's transferring, you know, we talked about the graduate school yep. transfer. Uh, Jake McGee back, you know, a few years back did something like that, yep. where you might have a better academic situation for your needs than you would at UVA. UVA is a liberal arts school. It's going to, you know, focus you a little bit, but not a whole lot in your undergrad development. And you may want to transfer to a school that's going to put, you know, put you in the driver's seat for a business degree or something that you're looking for. Um, and so, so you got to factor that in as well, that, that maybe the academic side might have something to do with it. As far as arrival, you know, again, I don't think there's any bad press. You know, if you get your name on something, um, you know, in the media and it, you're pushing your stock up, I, then you just got to do it. I, I don't think that this idea of fans mentality of you, you're going to a rival and all that. So I don't think that that's going to play into it if you're really trying to make a business decision for your future. Uh, I just can't can't imagine that, you know, as loyal as you might be. And I, I did hear Quinn talking the other day on the other space. And I get that, you know, you do have some loyalty to the coaches that brought you somewhere. But at the end of the day, Quinn felt like his stock was in a good place and it was going in the right direction. And with Bronco and everything, all the press was on us. We had, you know, spotlight on us going into that season. And that, that had to weigh into Quinn's decision to stay as well, right? So, uh, yeah, and I get the fan loyalty, and I want to talk all about fan loyalty all day long because I'm a fan. And I want to be be there for UVA as a fan, but 
at the end of the day, I'm also there for these student athletes that are trying to make, you know, a career for themselves. And, and it's a, <laughs> that's a tough career to choose, right? Yeah. You're yeah, gonna, definitely. You're not going to fall into it. You, you got to go all 100% into it. Every decision is so important. Yeah. And um, to, to piggyback off you saying, uh, of what you said, so, you know, that's why I used these four gentlemen. You know, I was using the four most recent guys that, that left the program. Um, they were all graduate students. And what's available for them as far as their master's degree? Like here at UVA, Unless things have changed, majority of the time, the, the the one master's program that's available to you as a football player because of the schedule is a master's of education. What happens if you don't want a master's of education? You, I mean, if we all understand the importance of education and what you want as a master's degree isn't available because of time, like time constraints, then and, and a student athlete decides to leave. We as a fan sometimes would jump the gun and call them all types of names, not realizing the one thing we pride ourselves on, which is academics, that's the reason why they left. And I'm not saying no, that's, that's everybody. I'm, that's true. I'm just saying that it might not be about football can, all of it. Yeah, we can we can jump the gun and we really don't know. But again, it goes back to what I'm saying. What Quinn said, I respect. He he gave us his four years. You know what I'm saying? And everybody respects that scholarship life of four years. That fifth year is not guaranteed. The coach grants that. So these guys got to their fifth year. And then with COVID, you know, you got an extra year. So they could be here six years almost. Can we really fault somebody that I didn't did four for you, baby? I didn't did my service. How you coming at me? Like that's because that, those are the ones I'm looking at like, hmm, I never thought of this. I never thought of a kid giving me my four and still seeing people going in on them because they left before the, the the extra year was granted to them. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't know that you're not guaranteed that fifth year. You're not. They can say no. You're not. No. Nah. Because graduate school costs. So, like, they can say no. You can't come back a fifth year. Like, a lot of fans don't realize that. Your scholarships cover you it's really year to year but that grand aid covers you for the four years that fifth year is a is something that you definitely got to earn and it's really a gift because they can say nah we good no you're absolutely right hawk and i went through that with one of our student athletes not so long ago where they were trying to put a fifth year program together because they didn't want the education degree and and they didn't want to have to take education classes which were those five thousand level classes and so we had to put together some classes that would work within their, their you know, future plans. And it wasn't easy, and we had to bend over backwards in order to get that authorized to work out. And, and so that's happening all over UVA because we just don't have that option for them. Yeah, absolutely. Hey. Um, who hey, was, I see Craig in here. Go ahead, Craig. Hey, uh, what was um, the wide receiver that came from North Carolina that transferred to North Carolina like London's last year? DJ Thorpe. T.J. Yeah. Thorpe was walking with open arms from UNC, and nobody yeah. batted an eye from here. I ain't Everybody trying to be petty. Them. I'm just saying, we love T.J. He came from UNC, scored a winning touchdown versus us the year before to beat us. And we was right here with open arms. Like, what's up, T.J.? We love you, T.J. Welcome to Wahoo Nation. I ain't saying it got to be reciprocated because somebody leaves us. I'm just saying, we can't I like 
we won't take the enemy to on our program. And, and oh, you no, know, it's it's like red. Oh, that was different. I know, I know it's different. I know, but I'm just saying, Petty Hawk had to come out for a little while. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Shouldn't have did that. Uh, I see my man uh, Brian Cotton. Did you want to say anything, brother? I know you've been waiting to patience. Yeah, yeah, man. Can you guys hear me? All right. Yes, sir. Cool. I think you brought up a great point about the COVID uh, protocols that maybe UVA has that I know with Joan Briggs, I think, I don't know, but I think that had a big deal with why mm-hmm. he had gone because I heard a lot of stuff when that was going on that he wanted to go out and do clubs and things like that. And he couldn't do it at UVA, especially during the COVID year. Um, that was a, a, a good point that you brought up, and, and I don't know if that was the reason. And I also think, coming from a fan, strictly fan perspective, that seeing uh, Olu and Haskins leave, I I think that's great for them because I can see the main reason why they're going is to get the exposure, get a little bit bigger platform. That's awesome, and, and I support that. I think a lot of people, and I think I, I tweeted at you yeah. earlier this week about Noah leaving is I think a lot of people don't really understand what the benefit of going to Carolina is yeah. overstaying at UVA. And I think a lot of people may be quote-unquote hurt because of that. Agreed. Just because yeah. they don't see the benefit. I mean, they were 6-6 six and six this year. You know, their defense was maybe a little bit better than UVA this year, but not anything spectacular. And mm-hmm. I just don't see how he's going to get more notoriety playing for Carolina. And so I think that's kind of where at least I am as a fan. I support the, the young man. I want him to do what's best for him and his family. If it has anything to do with NIL, that's awesome. Good for him. I support all that. I just think a lot of people were caught off guard. Yeah, being someone like Carolina, and that's really all I got to say about it. I appreciate, now, I appreciate that, Brian. Man, thank you. Yeah, that, I mean, see, and that's that's the type of feedback and and dialogue that I love to have because you don't have to be happy with a move, but when you can articulate it and it's coming from a place of of of, of love and you just caring, like, look, man, I don't, I don't get how that's helping him. I want him here versus it's like the good written tweets and you want that good anyway and I'm just like come on bro but then then again then again and this is Petty Hall coming out again all those folks some of these folks that's been mad at Noah I got receipts of them disrespecting him how trash he was so why are you mad that he leaving that's all I'm gonna say if you said Noah was great and you remember him versus Virginia Tech you remember him for his sacks and stuff and you mad I get it cause you love him I get it. But the folks who was dissing him, that I know that was dissing him, that I had to come to his defense during the year because I know he was playing through stuff. A lot of, you know what I'm saying, he beat up and you trying to do what's best for everybody and you're not looking your best and people don't care no more. It's like, why are you mad? You didn't think he was good anyway. You think he's slow. You think he take some of the worst angles ever. Why are you even mad? You, I know you're not mad, right? You, you applaud but this made me think of something that might be 100% the reason he left. I don't think he was in the best position this year that he's the best at. I mm. think he's an edge rusher. Mm-hmm. And I think they were putting him in a lot of situations this year that maybe didn't benefit him. So a lot of that 
I mean, coaches have to put the players in a position. This episode is brought to you by Simple Mobile. Tired of being tied down with a wireless contract? Switch to Simple Mobile and stay connected on a powerful nationwide 5G network. Unlimited talk, text, and data starts at $30 a month with no contracts, activation fees, or credit checks. Visit simplemobile.com today. Out with the old, in with the simple. Compatible 5G-capable device and SIM require. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. 5G network not available in all areas. One month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at simplemobile.com. ...succeed. Agreed. And I think a lot of times this year with me watching and being a fan, I think he was not in a situation that benefited him 100%. Just because he's the best when he was coming off the end. downhill. Yeah, not not backing up and making decisions and coverage. He'll always be remembered for that interception against Virginia Tech. That was one of the biggest plays. Uh, that I love a play, man. In years. Yeah. So I, I just I, you saying that made me think that may hey maybe that had something to do with it. He felt like he wasn't in the best position here with where they were asking him to play. Mm. Yeah, and and that play that he made versus Virginia Tech, playing in between a sell route and a hammer route. You got DBs who can't make that play. And I think that play is what made our old staff try to look at him like he was the kid from Clemson that played for for the Cardinals right now, Isaiah Isaiah Simmons. They thought he could be that, and some things physically wouldn't allow him to be as dynamic as he was versus Virginia Tech in 2019. Uh, But that's the thing about Noah, man. He got a lot of ability, and, like, we don't know – if he just saw something schematically that UNC has that would just allow him to showcase those talents and um, did he not want to risk seeing what the new staff could do for him here. Um, so, he, I mean, he's been here four years, got his degree. If a guy has a degree, if a, if, a, if a young man has earned his degree from this university and then they decide to leave, me personally, it's like, man, can you, can you really fault them? Because, we pride ourselves on academics and stuff. Like he got his degree, he got it. If he don't, if you leave earlier, then you can you can go at him. I'm still gonna always like being in this business as a player. Is like I don't look at it as a, a kid quitting or nothing like that. I look at it, they try trying to fulfill their vision and what they see in themselves, and I can't fault them for that. But um, I can't, and it's not like I'm gonna jump out there and be like, oh, you can't say that to him. Like, no, nah, I understand if it's less than four years and you going in on a kid. Uh, but even with Juwan Briggs, I don't know if the COVID protocols got to him because he was playing well. That's why I could only put it on that. Juwan was playing well until he was like, I got to leave. Luke Fickle got to him. Luke was like, nah, son, you need to come home. That's what that was. <laughs> That's what that was. Same thing. That kid's playing for a national championship. Yeah, he's playing, playing for his days. home. He's playing for you. Love to see it. He's playing for his home team in front of his home crowd, in front of his family, going to his mama house to eat after practice. You know, that's something you can't compete with right there. I know I sound crazy yeah. with the work, man. On the way home now, I'm about to switch in and out. I'm about to hop in and out. I'm about to play right. the crib now. <laughs> Go ahead, Adam. Uh, he's yeah, I mean, he yeah, he he did. <laughs> he's at Cincinnati. I don't know why he left. I was a little hurt yeah. by it. I understand I'm going home. Uh, I I didn't understand how you you know going from starting to to being a uh, he's he's a rotational guy there at Cincinnati now. Yeah. Maybe 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 he'll get more time next year. But um, but I, I always understand a guy getting closer to home. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't understand the Noah Taylor thing, but um, I, I guess it's not for me to understand. Um, 
I always hate when guys go to rival schools. Not really mad at uh at Olu uh, Haskins, just uh, like my man said, because they're going to places where they can actually, uh, where the, the, the light is going to be on them. Um, but um, maybe maybe Carolina has has a better plan for uh, Taylor than we did. So uh, for that, I understand. But I, I just hate that he that he went to Carolina. Yeah, we all hate that it went to Carolina. We all hate that all of these young men are leaving our program because I know, I, I mean, I got personal relationships with them, and I know the fans invested in them and seeing their career and seeing them blossom, seeing them make plays. So you look forward to how they can help next year's team and, and see them continue to even get better. So um, I know a lot of times when fans have things to say about players leaving, it's more is that they're hurt and, and disappointed. It's not – Really personal. You got some fans who can get personal, so it comes with the territory. So um, if folks are just jumping in now, nobody is going to be bashing a player here. They give their perspective, but this is not this is not a bash who transferred from UVA discussion. This is me trying to open the eyes of folks who may not have really put into thought that all of these, you know, the four the four guys that I named, which was the four recent guys that we shared that transfer out of the program, were all guys that were going to be graduate players. They've been here four years or they got their four years in college because um, Olu came here. So anyway, they're, they're graduates. And if you have already given us four years, can we really stop or get mad at somebody for using their fifth year elsewhere? So that was my main thought. So um, if anybody else wanted to request – um, just hit the request button. I see. Let me get Wyatt in here. Let me get Noah in here. Let me say one more thing, Hope. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> and with Carolina, I, it's, it's, I, I think it's hard for us to uh, compete with them because we're not giving away free Jordans. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are sponsored by Jordan. So that is tough. Michigan is yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, Michigan is too. That's tough. People, people also got to re- uh, remember, like, does this new defensive staff or the scheme doesn't fit Noah also? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. maybe he had a talk with, with Coach Elliott and he, he wouldn't be good as they're not going to use him as a stand-up backer. <clears throat> and we can all agree or disagree that him putting his hand in the dirt might not be the answer for mm-hmm. him. You know what I mean? Like, one of they told him, hey, you could be a DN, put your hand in the dirt. But we need you at this size, you know, and he's a fifth-year guy. Like, he might not have time for that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So nobody ever knows if they just told him, hey, well, we about to run on defense. It might not fit you. Yeah. So his best thing was, you know, for him to leave. That's what's up. Yo, Hawk. Yo, Hawk. Yes, sir. What's good? So basically uh, what happened was uh, it's like some of the schools that reached out to me, like Arizona State, USC or whatever, they was basically telling me to go to JUCO and get more film. So that I went, I went to like a like another college or whatever, like a university for like personal reasons, like housing and stuff like that. So I went and got some film or whatever. But now they're saying like, because of COVID hit, because one time like COVID hit again, and they hey, said they hold got. On, hold on, hold on, bro. This 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 ain't the uh, platform for that, bro. Uh, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. I was, I was gonna be, see. I was gonna see like like what should I do? Like you think I should just like just go to because you, you think it's gonna hit again? Like COVID, you think it's gonna get like an extra year again? Because like a lot of the schools that reach out to me saying that they don't have like scholarship money or whatever. I'm just saying if you think like the COVID season is gonna happen again, so or the extra. Oh, year, like a free year? Yeah, like another one. Like because they get they got a free year this year and they got a free year last year too. So that was like kind of messing me up a little bit. So I want to see like if it's gonna happen again. Oh, or yeah. 
Yeah, my bad, man. I've been getting trolled a lot, so no, nah, I'm not. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm for real. I like, <laughs> like, I like, like, like ball hook, like, like Armand Hawkins. Yeah. Here, shots me, Sea Hawk. Yeah. You know, they like, yeah, yeah. Me, like Sac State, Sound Cold, all them. So, that's yeah, so, me, um, yeah, I don't know if it's like that's a great question, bro. I don't know for sure. Um, yeah, my and I know you probably be doing this. I would just continue to reach out to staffs at different universities and and just try to get a confirmation from them. Um, because, like you said, it can affect you because you are. So, at JUCO, do you get a like a COVID year as well, or it, or it didn't matter? No, nah, like the school I was at, we got we did get extra year as well. But you know, I was like trying to transfer or whatever. Trying like, to get out like of there. yeah, trying yeah. to go to like a like a better school or whatever. So I was just saying because they were saying like the COVID year hit last year. I was supposed to be at Sac State. COVID year hit, and then SC reached out to me. Arizona State reached out to me. Said get more film, go to JUCO, and then I did. And then I got more film, but they saying they don't have scholarship money available. So I'm like, is this gonna hit again? Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna do it again because I, I don't. It wasn't. I mean, it's, I know it's been some bowl games canceled this year, but as far as regular season games, everybody that I can remember got through their games. So I don't think this one will be count. I don't think they can afford to do another COVID year. To be honest with you, Noah. Okay. All right. I'll just, yeah. All right. Appreciate you reaching out, bro. I apologize yeah. about that. I thought, I thought it was somebody just trying to just. <laughs> Give me troll me, man. So nah, my bad nah, again. <laughs> nah, I was just I was just saying, I was just saying, bro. All right, bro. Good luck to you and keep me posted, man. Alright, for sure. All right. Why, right, what's up, brother? See you in here. You can unmute yourself. Yeah, man, I was just wondering what you thought about the whole Bronco. Um, you know, coaching overall, how you look at his tenure at UVA and how you think he ended it. So yeah, it man. Right. Oh, appreciate that. So, yeah, my my opinion on Broncos' tenure, I think he did a hell of a job. He got us out the mud. We wasn't a good – our brand was, was tarnished. Um, the mindset overall, as far as how we competed in games, wasn't good. And um, he came and he changed that. And, you know, even when he came in, a lot of guys transferred because his way just wasn't a great fit for them. It, it wasn't saying that they couldn't make it. It was just they just didn't – then vibe. Um, but you know, that first season of course was tough two and ten, but once he righted the ship, we won six games, went to that bowl game, got smacked, and then we won eight games and then smacked South Carolina, then won nine games and got to the ACC championship. And of course Clemson showed us we weren't ready for the biggest stage yet, but it, it gave us a barometer to work towards and I mean, we, we was training up good. I mean Florida we made a, a value effort there. There's no more victories, but when you're coming out the mud, it's still you're trying to measure yourself on the next steps you have to take. And then COVID reared this ugly head and it hurt our program a lot um, because we, we wasn't at, we wasn't at a point in our program rebuild where we can, we could lose practice time or lose that continuity. And um, that, that, that shifted us backwards. And then with some key losses and guys transferring, I, you know, on defense, it just, we just wasn't as good. Offensively, we surprised a lot of people. I know Brendan surprised a lot of people, and they lied to you if they thought he was going to be this damn good. They are bold face liars. Because I remember when I said Brendan was going to be good, people laughed at me, and I got receipts, and I'm ready, sir. Shut the hell up, Juice, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until another year, and then I'm going to serve it. But Nobody thought Wicks was going to be that nice because we lost uh, Davis, and Davis was so special for us in 2020. So, again, Petty Hawk coming out. I was like, yo, Wicks going to be good. I don't know, man. We ain't never seen him. Wicks ended up being the truth. 
And then everybody was happy about Jelani Woods. We knew he would be good. I didn't see Keaton Thompson uh, uh, being this good as a daggone receiver. I mean, he, he, yo, he can play. And then Billy Kemp, quiet as kept, he's coming back and hopefully come back here. I know it was cryptic. He's ain't coming back to college football, but if he comes back, he's going to rewrite the record books and he's just a dog. But, yeah, man, I think Bronco overall, give him like a B. B plus B, more more of a B just because of COVID years, but he did a phenomenal job. Him and Bronco and his staff did a phenomenal job, man. Um, I think it's my take on this because I got a lot of family that went to UVA, and I'm in Ohio now. Um, I you know I grew up around Ohio State, so that's obviously a big time program. Yeah. Um. So when I'm thinking of UVA and I think of Bronco, all I think of is the guy who wants to compete for an ACC championship, not a national championship. And now when you are recruiting players and you're talking to them and you've got a player who's, let's just say he is the Henderson kid from Virginia, who's the Ohio State running back, right? And he's from Virginia. How the fuck does UVA not recruit this kid? I don't think they even reached out to him. And he's a standout. I just don't understand it. But so but I mean, if you if you're that kid if you're that kid though would you come to UVA? Right. Yeah. So right. Yeah. I know. Right. So you obviously we have academics on Ohio State by a long shot. No, no, I'm not talking about the academics. I'm just saying the product on the field. I'm just being honest because I get where people are coming from. How we don't reach That's out to a kid. That's what it was. If you that kid, are you even entertaining UVA? Right. That's what it was. That was the that was the product on the field. UVA UVA offered Travion, and we have been talking to Travion a lot. A lot of folks don't know that Travion had been coming all during the COVID offseason. He had been coming to UVA watching his brother, Ronnie Walker. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? UVA even offered the little brother, Keyshawn Henderson, that's in ninth grade, that's about to set the VHSL rushing record. You know what I'm saying? So if you Travion and you see everybody working their ass off all spring to get two and three carries a game, you ain't even going to waste your time. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I guess what what I'm thinking of is UEA seemed to try to go relatively all in on this football thing, right? We're making a Mm -hmm. new facility and everything like that. So I guess if we're going to go all in, we really need to put our resources your speaker went down, bro. I don't know if you changed your position. Go ahead. I say your speak like your volume. Went down. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. There so I go. guess I'm, it seems like if Virginia is going to go all in football, and it seems like they may have made that decision with their new, you know, um, brand new facility that they're making and all that. They need to be going out and all the recruiting and just getting the best players possible and doing everything they can because everyone else at the University of Virginia is suffering the athletic programs. Every single team that's not the football team right now and not the basketball team is sitting in a trailer because the original locker rooms used to be part of the old football facility, but now only the football can use that now. So I guess I just, I don't, I think if you're going to go all in and it seems like I said, Virginia has, you got to go all in. You can't go halfway. Yeah, and, I, and I'm with you, man, but um, I was taught even in high school, in order for you to dream about winning the ultimate goal, you got to start with the little goal. So with Broncos' approach of winning the ACC championship, sometimes being a realist, hold on, let me, let me mute. Oh, my dog got a, got a lot of kickback. Who else? Somebody. There we go. Um, a, a lot of things. So with the with the championship talk, yes, that's so transparency is not for everybody, right? A lot of times, 
a lot of these recruiting um, coaches or whatever, they use car salesmen. They tell you what you want to hear. And Bronco and the staff sometimes were too honest. So with Bronco saying, you know, we want to win the Coastal, win the ACC championship, when he inherited UVA, that was laughable for him to even say that. So in order to try to attain a NCAA championship, the ultimate goal, you got to at least show you can at least win this conference. And I say this conference because people don't respect this side that we are on, the Coastal side anyway. So – I get what you're saying about the national championship talk, but I think he'd get laughed at if he was like, all right, let's win national championship. That, listen, I, I have that same discussion with my father. I mean, he's a big UVA guy. Um, I didn't go there, but, you know, it just runs with the family, and that's yeah. that's what he said. So when it comes down to that, I, guess he, I think you're right. You hit the head on it. He may be too honest sometimes. Yeah, because, I mean, you got to think, his board of directors comment about how many ACC caliber players he had on his roster, and people got pissed off at him. And he was just saying, this is how many I need. This is how many we got this year, in my opinion. Next year, I feel like we're going to have this many. And then the year after that, we're going to have this many. And people killed him for it. But when you saw the numbers increase, like he said, you saw the victories increase. It was just like, all right, he ain't so wacky. But he's just too damn honest. Because in in this day and age, they kill you for being too honest. But then they say you capping when you lying. So it's one of the things where you got to find a happy medium and – you got to read the audience in a sense. But I, I today, in today's world, man, if, if, if I'm going to get a recruit, I got to be brutally honest with you because at, at least you know what you're getting out of me. Like, as much as I joke about Coach Ross and his voice, I knew what, hey, I'm on. I'm I'm he going to give me this. Like, it'll, it would piss me off when he would say some things. Christ, how are you going to run deep? Your hamstrings hurt. We can't play you just because you're dressed. You got to get out there and run. Show me you can run fast again. Until then, you can't play, and you get pissed off. But like I'm out here, but he was right. So it was just one of them things where either either you can take the transparency and respect it, or you can't think. God dang, you're limiting your vision. But it just depends, bro. But that's I, I'm glad you brought that up, man. Because that's a that's a that's a great um, discussion. Uh, I will give him credit for recruiting. Uh, you know, the quarterback because he's terrific. I mean, oh, yeah, but yeah. I, I do have to. I do have to comment when he got hurt. Brennan Armstrong, the UVA team was in shambles. Yeah, that's college football for you. I guess. How do you not have any backup that's relatively good? Because our backups were. I mean, they were not great, man. What backup are you speaking of? Like this? I'm year? not too sure. But when uh, Brandon Armstrong wasn't playing that game, we were a. 110% complete football team. And I know the quarterback was, you know, it, it's even more of an impact on UVA because our defense this year was a little suspect. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I just don't know how you don't have another guy back there ready to go. So you don't think Wolfolk was ready? I don't think he was ready. Oh, I thought oh, I Armstrong was ready. Yeah. I so here's Wolf, the thing. I thought, here's the ahead. thing. Let, let's, keep, let's keep things in perspective. You're playing the number 10 team in the country. How good do you expect a quarterback to perform versus that team that has never played? 17-year-old freshman coming out of the gate, you know what I mean? And, and now on top of that, well, the play call. Well, I guess, how, how do well, we just, only have a freshman? How is that our backup quarterback? No, 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 no. No, well, they didn't have other good. ones. He That's was that he good. Was yes, he was, he was that, that good. good. Yeah, he was that good. Hey, but here's my thing. The goal of what you're saying, why? We could go, like, like we know about pro football when you're when – you, start to get hurt. But if we go around 
to all the schools that have a Heisman caliber quarterback and they go down, you're going to see a significant drop off in the Absolutely. offense. Absolutely. Especially, and, and, and respectfully, because to Coach and I, especially when we don't make it easier for a backup by being able to run the football traditionally. Thank you. So that in itself, why is why you are really pissed off because it puts too much onus on a guy yeah. that's coming in as the backup. So, yeah. yep, there you go. Hawk, I got a question. Go ahead, bro. Uh, how do you feel our, um, our Louisiana connections will be now with, with Brumfield leaving? Oh, don't do that to me, man. I hope we don't suffer. No, I don't think we will. We lost our first one. We lost our first Louisiana's connection. Yeah, but no, we we lost him, but we didn't lose him. We lost the people that took him away, for real. Okay. We, we we lost the people that took Jordan away. Okay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Jo- yeah. Jordan's still going to advocate because, for real, he a realist and he bought this land. You okay. know what I'm saying? He, he enjoyed his time here. Big facts. But they took Jordan away because he was trying to do too many great things at once. That's yeah. what that was. Okay. That's a whole nother space. But, yeah, they took my man's away. He could, I let him tell you. But, yeah, I think that Louisiana pipeline, I think it's still going to be strong. When kids back at Louisiana now and they see Mike Hollins, you know what I'm saying, Wicks, shit, even when Brandon Williams came here, that's another opportunity for them to get here. And then you see Wicks and them and, and Mike Hollins on the stage shining. So I, I, I don't think our Louisiana pipeline going to drop off at all because Jordan still, you know what I'm saying, Jordan still, I'm pretty sure, talked to Hagen's in them. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, I definitely don't think that that's going anywhere. I think it'll improve even more now that it's a new regime. Okay. And that bad that bad blood between the group, you know what I'm saying, ain't there. I think that'll even out a lot coming up. But, yeah, that Louisiana connection definitely been a blessing to us because them boys yes, sir. the truth. Them boys is the truth. Um, I'm hoping they're hitting that transfer portal up with Godspeed. And going to pluck them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm anxious to see who we hire as a defensive staff, especially our secondary coach. Hopefully they are a great teacher of fundamentals. They can create that great foundation for guys to be able to play man or zone, but understand the true concepts of coverage call, understanding how to uh, combo and, and bump off of things, understanding how to just make things easier because it was just too many times where guys were – Three guys were covering one guy. I always say, man, that Virginia Tech game was like that. That pat the 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 damn dagger route they hit on us shouldn't have never happened. And that's just being taught to understand, like, oh, wait a minute, alignment and assignments. Hey, bro, if this dude stay in, I could jump that one. I'll take that one, and you can help off on him, and then you could bump and help. Like that's DB one on one right there. That I felt like a lot of times we had a lot of DB one on one miscues. That I know are just like, yo, man, like, come on. You got to know that regardless. I don't care who teaching you. You got to know that. You got to remember that. You got to apply that. So um, last year was was tough because guys got moved around. And I felt like, you know, it was like a panic move that didn't work. But I digress. Let's get back to uh, folks who may have questions about. Let me say, love the who's. You go up in here, brother. Pause. What's good? What's up, bro? Not much, man. What's going on? Just sitting here enjoying this pinstripe bowl for the for the meantime. 
Hey, um, salute to my man Dwight Vick um, and Antonio. You know, Virginia Tech alums that's in here. Don't don't. <laughs> he just playing with y'all. I'm just sick right now watching that bowl, man. We let we let this one day. At least they playing. <laughs> yeah, man. And then the last, and then I got this disgusting taste in my mouth because the last time we seen the show. We opted to throw it to a lineman. Hey, man. All right, <laughs> man. You get sidetracked. Don't no, go ahead, Lutterhoof. Go ahead. Because he's going to take us dead to the abyss. I just want, first of all, I want to have a response to Wyatt, who was talking about recruiting. He needs to, I'm, I'm paying attention to these hires right now. And I'm telling you, and it may just be mm-hmm. me, but there is an emphasis on who he's keeping when it comes to recruiting. You can see it in the ones that he kept from the staff, and you can see it with the names that are popping so up. recruiting t- and he knows that he needs he needs to shop for them groceries, and he's going to have some boys that are going to do it. I believe so. I, I think we're going to see an uptick in recruiting, a major ones. But I may be wrong. He knows. I may be wrong. And the word um, Ace, I mean, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> and I also wanted to kind of go back to the topic at hand. For the reason you had this space, it's very yes, easy, sir. myself included, to get my panties in a while when I see these guys leave. Because it is personal for us because we have so much passion for the team and for the school. But we only know what happens on the surface. We don't see anything what goes on behind the scenes. And I appreciate whoever brought up T.J. Thorpe because I was a little butthurt with Noah leaving too. But I can't be happy when I see a T.J. Thorpe come from Carolina and then hold Noah any type of accountability when when he's doing the same thing. So Mm -hmm. that that put it in perspective for me. I'm not salty for him at all. You know, that's respectable, bro. Yeah. So that's all I wanted to say. That's big time right there, man. A lot, a lot of, a lot of human beings won't put their pride aside and say, you know what, dog? When TJ came, I was getting. So I got, I got to at least fall back. Don't mean I don't want to smash his face in when he come in, Scott. Oh, exactly. Noah been texting me saying he gonna, he gonna beat us. I don't like. <laughs> hey, no, man, you not gonna beat us, man. <laughs> no, I see he be out there. He's sharing his whole UNC stuff. I'm like, oh, hey man, people don't know, oh, man. This episode is brought to you by New Balance. Hey, it's Elena Samuela. You probably know me from my running and strength coaching. My life revolves around movement, but not necessarily for the reasons you'd think. Thanks to New Balance, I run for my mind just as much as my body. There's kind of this meditational aspect to running. There's a sense of calmness and joy in focusing on my movement, my breath, my stride. It makes for the most inspiring and emotionally charged run. Now back to New Balance. They have a history of supporting and elevating women in sports, and I wanted to partner with a brand that looks forward, a brand that understands the impact running has on our body and our mind. Head to newbalance.com slash beyond the run to explore the power of movement. Look, look. Rocking them cool braids. Like, yeah, real talk, bro. like real talk, Noah is one of the best human beings you'll meet. That kid is awesome, bro. That's why I gotta sometimes take a step back because I gotta understand that my relationship is different and I gotta understand the fan. Like Love Love said, fans are not only invested emotionally, but financially, if you if you're a season ticket holder, you come to multiple games or you donate to the master plan, like you have a voice. And you gotta let people get their bars off. You could keep be like, whoa, whoa, hold on now. We might have to cut that bar out right there. You cussing a little too much, but you gotta let people get their bars off. So Craig, go ahead, Master. You got your hands up, my bad. Craig, go ahead, brother. 
hey, I was just um saying, is the dude um Anderson, Justin Anderson, saying? Because I just haven't been hearing good stuff about him. I uh, heard he might. Can't say for real. Now I got to mute myself. <laughs> I can't. I was about to say something. I don't have to say whether it's yay. Mm. So I don't know, but I don't know. And then um, what um what OG was just saying about the um Jordan I forgot his, I can't pronounce his last Arsman. name Jordan yeah yeah I mean I'm pretty sure he had something to do with him leaving yeah they had something to do with him leaving all I know 100%. is Justin Anderson's shoe game his Jordan game you said oh, I did that because you were talking about Jordan but Justin Anderson oh he wears Jordans and his Jordan collections though. <laughs> Hey man, he, he blocked people like what you call it though. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. What he are you blocked, talking about? He, I'm talking about Jordans. Why are you talking about blocks? It's not the Kembe. I said Jordan, not that Matumbo. That's him right there. He a block superstar. Hey, brother. We trying to keep it <laughs> friendly, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, I hope he do. Hey. Uh, you never know, you know. Man, it, it, if he stay, uh, hopefully he be under what Tony say. You know what I mean? So hopefully they can go recruit them guys, that style guys. You know what I'm saying? If that's what he down here to do. But if you stay, if you if you if you on that last, you on that last week page, you know what you need to do. Hey, <laughs> everybody, y'all hear this? That voice I was just talking. That's OG who tonight at eight o'clock. So make sure you follow him right now. Click on this. Little profile, little circle. Yeah, 8 p.m. So at 8 p.m., he's going to have a Twitter space discussing UVA football on and off the field all around. You're not going to want to miss tonight. He have his on Wednesday nights at 8. Click on this circle. Hit follow, bro. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. And then follow his podcast, The Hill Podcast, THP, man. Go follow my guy. 100%. Follow my guy. Um, anybody else that want to request and, and speak? And if you already a speaker, you can just unmute whenever you're ready, bro. Um, I want to give everybody a platform. But I, I just wanted to, if you came in late, my my logical thoughts when it came to the players that just recently transferred that were released, the last four guys, that they were graduate players, and should we really have a gripe if they already gave us their four years as the scholarship calls for, as people say, because – a lot of people, when they look at scholarship, they go four years. They know the, If you didn't know the fifth year, you got to be granted the fifth year by the head coach. Um, so they gave us four years, and academically, they don't want to have their master's in education, and they had to seek. Now, I know Noah going to get joked because people don't think North Carolina got no type of schooling. So y'all going to tease me about that because I talk about academics. But still, rightfully so, if they wanted to branch out not only – program wise but academically and also COVID-19 protocol wise because it's a little different here compared to those places like Bisbinger is another one he went to SMU so that was my thoughts Um, I I just wanted to say uh, everybody keep in mind that we have recruits in here right now (laughs) always in here they always in Uh, you might want to might meet you, Craig. Your, your man mad. That's exactly what my crib be sounding like. And y'all wonder why I be muted. <laughs> right there. Right BJ, what's there. BJ, what's good, man? Hey, huh? <laughs> I got a lighthearted question for you. So my, my UVA circle, for as small as it is, was having a little debate last night. There was a UVA player, I won't say names, that made a statement that addressed exactly what we're talking about. And you had a Kanye meme circulating around Twitter yesterday. 
What what does that meme mean? I had a meme? Yeah, not you weren't on the meme. You were circulating the meme. Kanye sitting there eating a chicken wing or a barbecue something. He talking about the the ribs. That's a far. That's a far. Oh, okay. We were arguing about what that meme actually means. What what does that Uh, meme mean from Hawk? That means that I'm just, that's like I'm eating my popcorn, but I'm eating chicken. I'm sitting back eating <laughs> eating uh, baked chicken. That's like just watching like, the just watching this the stuff unfold. Into, yeah, this gonna get like interesting. I see you, but I'm yeah. not gonna comment. But I'm watching you. Yeah, this this gonna get interesting. Okay. This is me saying, "Ooh, this is about to get spicy," and I'm looking around to see mm. who else gonna join. <laughs> All right, yeah, man. But uh, like Craig. Uh, Craig said, salute to the recruits that's in here, man. Appreciate y'all for taking time out of your day. You're still on winter break. Hopefully you are shopping in your craft every day, okay? Not just when it's scheduled to go to track practice or basketball practice, but every day, you know? Go watch some YouTube film of your favorite athletes and see why, you know what I'm saying? Do, yeah, all that. But, um, but no, salute to y'all. Um, I got a couple more minutes, man. Cause like I said, I don't want to wear y'all ears out. Cause OG who and them gonna have it on fire tonight. Hopefully, I could join in for for a couple minutes tonight. Um, I've been on on them battle rap spaces all day today, man. So yeah, my my space, my phone battery been about to die all day. But any any uh, other last thoughts, man? If I close it out, if you join in late, you can ask to be a speaker, and I and I'll let you. Say your peace. But in anything, man, just make sure we respect these young men and their decision. I'm not saying you have to like it. I'm not saying you can't hate them when the game come on. I'm not saying you have to cheer for them when the game goes on. Like, you can just wish them the best. And you can hope their team lose. Just wish them the best. Like, thank them for their service, man. They gave us four years of their life. Are they blood, sweat, and tears? We cheered them on for four years, you know? So... Just keep that in perspective, you know. But this is this is a business now with this NIL stuff. Um, you hope each recruit can follow through. You know, they commit to a school just like they hope the same for the coaches. They hope the same for the academic advisors. Like whatever you say to them to get them to come to the school, they want you to follow through. And it's the same way when they come. Hey, they want you to follow through and. Um, getting better at your craft and doing what you have to do in the classroom. So it's a two-way street. Um, always be mindful of that. So get off my soapbox. That's it. Make sure you subscribe to the Ball Hawk Show podcast, man, available on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. I'm trying to upload more of these spaces to YouTube as well, but I do upload these as podcast episodes. So um, usually three or four hours after we're done, I upload as a podcast episode, but yeah, man, my spaces UVA football wise is um, on Mondays at three thirty. Then OG who has his UVA Twitter space on Wednesdays at eight p.m. So his is tonight, Wednesday at eight p.m. He's one of the speakers. Yep, hit the tonight, tonight. Hit that follow so you can get an alert. And um, if you follow me, you'll see me share it too. But definitely just follow him, man. Follow him. You know what I mean? And if you want some Jordans and you don't want to go to North Carolina, holler at the dude that got the legends right there in this picture. That dude. 
He got Jordans. Not for free, though. You got to pay. <laughs> it's in your box for free, but not the shoes in it. All right. Oh, hold on. We got somebody that was trying to, Steve was trying to come back in. And then I'm going to get up out of here. Let my man Steve get the last word. Steve, what's up, brother? Hey, I did want to say the last word. And the last word should be, if you're listening to this, share it. Get the word out about these spaces because this is our big facts. That right there. You listen and share it. Bring other people on. If you're not sharing this and you're not, you know, being a true part of this thing, then you shouldn't even be here. You should be sharing this. You you look at other school spaces and talking about their transfer portals or their coaches, thousands of listeners on those things. You know, we got 60 on here right now. I think we, We've reached 160, 150. It should be way more than that. So get the word out. These, I mean, this is the best thing going for fans. I mean, no, hands down. I like it. I like it, Steve. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, man, share, share, share. Um, hit that follow. And when you see a Twitter space alert, make sure you come in, share that. Tell your friends to jump in. Their voices can be heard. And um, if it's good ideas and stuff and something that can help the program um, ascend, man, I, I definitely, you know, pass along the information. Like, the, the head honchos to tell you, Bullhawk will hit us up and say, hey, man, did you hear what they were saying on this episode? Check this episode out. Go to this part of the episode and see what they were saying. And they keep their ears to the street. That's one thing I respect about our administrators, man. And I know our coaches uh, I, I jump in here too and, and listen. Well, I don't know if Ellie will, but I know the the old. I was just about to say the, the old is here. Tony, it's over. It's I don't over. think I'll let him speak. So I'll let I'll let him I'll let him ghost ride the whip. But I'm, yeah, I'm, tell I'm him come in speak. and just ghost ride. Just listen yeah. to his fan base scream love right. for him. Throw flowers at his feet. You know, this is, you know, I know during the season this would definitely be fun. I mean, I didn't use it a lot during the season. It wasn't well, it was on Instagram then, but and in Clubhouse, but. You know, it should get interesting this spring and stuff, but we're going to keep it going until then, especially when we hear some news. But all right, man, I'm rambling. So that's it, man. Check out the podcast. Uh, subscribe. Make sure you follow myself. Also, OG Who or anybody else that's in here that's speaking, man, like everybody become acquainted with each other and polls and, and tweet each other and have those conversations, man, for the better good. I'll holler at y'all. Peace. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.